Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest is Rob Bedell. He's a sales expert, the author of The S Word, Optimize Your Sales Process, and his tagline is, I find the money you're leaving on the table. Rob, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, Christopher. So I had uh, two colleagues of mine. One's a, they're actually a, a father-son pair. And the, the, the son at the time, I think he was like 14, 15 years old. And his father, they would all travel around the world. And they're very, both charismatic speakers. And one day the, 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 the son asked the father, you know, dad, if you only had one day to live, what advice would you give to me to last me for a lifetime? And the father thought about this. And he said, son, master sales. And the son, again, 14, 15 years old, he's like incredulous, he's like, wait, dad, that's the last thing to tell me? He's like, yeah, because if you master sales, it will be the single most important quality you need in anything in life. And I really, really believe that. So Rob, you're an expert in that. And so tell us about how you got into this world of sales and your expertise in sales. Uh, I, felt, I kind of fell backwards into it. My first job was uh, selling classified advertising. That shows you how long ago it was uh, when newspapers used to depend on classified advertising for their main revenue source. And I just really came to it pretty quickly. I, I've always had, you know, was able to talk to people and get them to share information with me. And that's really the key about it. I mean, uh, that's the one thing pe people seem to get intimidated by sales and like, oh my God, sales is this big, you know, weird thing. And what I do is I really break it down to make it really simple and really easy for everyone to understand. Which is what? What? Why is it simple? Well, and uh, I wrote a, a sales book and I wrote the sales book for business owners because I was doing this webinar for a bunch of business owners about what setting up a sales process does. A sales process that everyone follows and gets the same results. It gets you more money, more often and faster. They seem to like that idea, getting more money more often and faster. So uh, it was a pretty good hit. And then when I opened it up for questions, they're like, Rob, when we set aside time for our business development, our customer acquisition, and I stopped them and I was like, you mean sales? Christopher, you could hear them groan. And I was like, wait, stop, stop, stop. What do you think sales, sales is the lifeblood of your business. What do you think sales is? And I got some of the old standard answers. It's like, it's influencing, it's controlling the conversation. And I stopped them. I was like, listen, it's great that you know some of the masters. Zig Ziglar, Dale Carney, brilliant back in their day. But sales has changed dramatically over the last few years. With the, internet and, with yeah. the internet and social media, if you're yeah. trying to influence and control people, manipulate, it's going to get called out and it's, it's going to work against you. All sales is, is simply starting a productive conversation to see if there's reason to work together. Sounds pretty simple. You probably start a conversation a few times a day. Sales is like the human body. Two ears, one mouth. Listen twice <laughs> as much as you talk. You probably heard some of this stuff before. And I went through a couple other key points. And at the end, I was like, now are you intimidated by sales? They're like, no, sales is easy. We get it now. And when I got off the phone, I was like, that's what I'm writing my book about. So I wrote a sales book, but it's not for salespeople. It's for business owners. And I wrote a workbook that goes along with it. Can you share some of these? amazing gems of wisdom? <laughs> sure, because one of the first things when I go and work with any company, uh, one of the first things I do is I check their messaging because they're usually their messaging is wrong. Their messaging is what they want to tell people, but it may not be what people want to hear. And that's the biggest thing in sales. It's like, I'm not sitting there trying to convince you to do something. I'm educating you about what, how what I have is going to make your life better. It's going to you know, cause you less pain. And so I, you know, and I'll give all your listeners this free tip and I highly recommend that you go out and do it. 
I was working with an insurance inspection company. It was a father-son team. And I sat down with them and I said, what's the most important things in your industry? And they're like, time, service, and quality. Time, service, and quality. I was like, all right. I went out to their three best clients, not the biggest ones that paid them the most because sometimes they're paying in the rear end, but the best clients, the ones they loved working with, they loved working with each other, their profit margins were good. And I sat down with them. I was like, listen, insurance inspections are a dime a dozen. Why do you work with these guys? And they said, Rob, we know that in this industry, there's always going to be problems. When there are problems, we know we can email them or call them. They'll find out what happened, who was involved, and how to make sure it doesn't happen again and get back to us within 24 to 48 hours. And I was like, oh, so customer service and communication. And they're like, yeah. And then I asked all three of them, what about time, service, and quality? All three said the same thing. If you're not doing time, service, and quality, you're not working in this industry. We changed the messaging from time, service, and quality to customer service and communication. Next year, we were able to grow 26%. Year after that, 63%. I, I did the same for a company that, an Australian company that came to the U.S. that does work for orthodontists. They do the marketing and they also not only get them leads, but they train the office staff how to convert them into patients. We changed their messaging and put a sales process in place. And basically it reduced their sales cycle eight to 10 months and increased their customer base 33% in a matter of four months. So let's talk about the, this messaging. You know, that's, a, that's an important thing to talk about. So where do you feel that you learned that, that the, the aspect and the importance of messaging? I, you know, when you do this for 30, you know, when you're in sales for 30 years and sales leadership for 25 years, you kind of, you know, learn what works. And even more importantly, you learn what doesn't work. Yeah, well, let's, and, share, let's share what doesn't and does work, you know. Well, actually, I'll tell you where I got this. And it was even before I did sales. The best bit of business advice and life advice I got was when I was doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> I was doing stand-up comedy. It was the first month that I got paid to go on stage. Woohoo! $25 a night. Didn't even cover drinks for that night. But still, <laughs> I was getting paid. Uh, and it was, I was down in Long Beach. And it was, I bombed. It was crickets beginning to end. And I was, just, I was the opener for the night. And I was like going, oh, my God, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing? I walked off. And the headliner of the night said, hey, kid, come here. Pulled me aside. Because you have good material. He goes, you just didn't adjust it to this audience. I'm like, what do you mean? Just watch. And I watched the next couple of guys that came out and I knew them because I performed with them before. I'm like, oh, they just toned the messaging a little bit different. And then he said this best bit of advice I ever got. He goes, you're the opener. You have 15 to 20 seconds to understand who you're talking to and how to adjust your message so they hear it. Very good, Rob. Very good. So, yeah, no, no I'm just like, it's like drop the mic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And a lot of times, you know, again, the uh, Australian company that I was working with that worked with orthodontists, they had this deck that was 20 pages deep, jam full of information. And I looked at them, I'm like, I'm not going to read this. And they looked at me like, what? I said, you're paying me and I'm not going to read this. Do you think an orthodontist who is busy is going to take the time to read through all of this? Why do you have this here? And they're like, well, it's everything they need to know. I said, no, no, no. It's everything you want to tell them, yeah, but it's yeah, not what yeah, they yeah. need to know to make a decision. And so we did what, what I tell every client to do. They went out to their three best clients, came back, and I said, what did they say? They said, well, you help grow our business through digital marketing and consulting with us, our staff. I'm like, yeah. And so we changed that 20-page deck to a one-sheet. And the next week, the sales rep called me up, and she's like, oh, my God, Rob, they're reading it. I'm like, well, they're supposed to. She goes, Rob, they never read anything I ever sent them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. I mean, again, it sounds simple, but people just keep doing what they're doing, and they're being told what to do. And until you, they have something like yourself, Rob, to just say, hey, look, this isn't working. Like, I remember actually in American Express, I remember we literally had a client, massive Fortune 100 company, reaching out to us. I was at, at the time supporting the sales director. And even though the client said, 
We don't want a hundred page deck. We don't want this long winded <laughs> thing. And what does the directors want? He literally creates this hundred. And I literally said to the director, I'm like, this is what the client said that they didn't want, but he didn't want to hear from me. And again, it's like, it's like, I think it's like, a, what do you, why do you think that what you're saying makes so much sense, but sometimes business leaders, they don't hear it. Like, why do you think that is? Because a lot of times they're so close to it. I mean, the, you know, the father son team that or the company that I've worked, you know, they were just so close to it. They were in it their whole lives that sometimes they can't take that step away and be objective about it and say, okay, what's really important. So it's, it, you know, again, some, when you work, when you do something in, in the work that you do, I always get colleagues to chime in on what they, if they think I'm doing good or, or something that needs to get changed, because when you're doing it yourself for so long, you're so close to it. It's hard to be objective sometimes. Oh, and, and, you know, and, and what you say is, you know, when one of the themes that I say throughout my book is, you know, it, it is common sense. A lot of stuff I have in my book is common sense. But when common sense becomes common practice, that's when you find success. Yeah. What's one final thing from your book that you can share with our listeners today? Uh, understand your value proposition. And not only should you understand your value proposition, and not only should your sales team know how, every single person at your company should know your value proposition. Find it, write it out, have it on everyone's desk. And people ask me why. And I'm like, because you never know when the person in accounting's out at lunch, they say, oh, what do you do? Well, I'm in accounting. Where do you work? I work for ABC. Yeah, company. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what do they yeah. do? And they yeah. can spit out that value proposition. Yeah, yeah, you might yeah, just land yeah. a new client. And now instead of having a sales team, you have a sales company. Yeah, no. And again, it's all about just projecting your value, how you serve people and every single person. Mm -hmm. it's, it's literally as a simple tagline per se, you know, and yours, you do it great. Literally, it's like, I find the money and leave it on the table, you know? So if you work with anyone, what does your boss do? Oh, he finds your money, that's, you know? So it's like, it's so simple, yeah. but it's engaging, it makes sense, and it's, there's no ambiguity. So with that, Rob, thanks so much for being on our show. How can our guests learn about you and hire you one day? Uh, you can Google me, Rob Bedell. Uh, you'll, you'll come across my site. You'll, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Uh, forgive my website. It's, it's in the process of getting developed. It's something I just have as a placeholder for right now. Uh, and yeah, you can always find me on LinkedIn as well. Great. Rob, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it.